It's so terrible that uh, we have to bring in Superintendent Ed Graff following exactly. Underwear Day, but <laughs> we and we will just leave it there. He's here to talk this morning in Superintendent's Corner about the back-to-school plans. There was a big board meeting last evening in which the plan was laid out. School starts September 8th for grades 1 through 12 and transition plus for another year of learning, building relationships, and preparing students and their families to graduate with a well-rounded education You've got a five-phase approach, Superintendent Graff. What does that look like? Well, you know, certainly um, we're, we're excited about the start of the school year, even though we are going to be operating in distance learning. And so what we've decided, based on the governor's guidance, that we will be operating in phase two of our, our five-phase uh, kind of approach, very similar to uh, the dial that the governor has referenced. You know, we're going to be beginning on um, phase two, which is distance learning with some supports, some targeted supports, mm-hmm. um, and evaluating on a regular basis, you know, what it looks like for the cases that we have, our delivery of services, and how we're operationalizing things. So for the month of September, families can expect to be in distance learning mode. And then as we move through um, those days of school, we'll evaluate and see if we can get to more of a hybrid model where we'll have targeted groups or cohorts of students coming to school. And then eventually our hope is to get to in-person learning altogether. Um, but for the start of the school year, we'll be doing distance learning. As we go through what distance learn, the distance learning program, can you briefly explain what student supports uh, means? Sure. So to start with, we know that we've got a lot of students who've, uh, who struggled through distance learning last year, a lot of families. So one of the things we want to make sure we establish is a strong connection to the school. Um, so those supports will look like uh, providing greater emotional, um, uh, social-emotional learning supports. Um, so how we approach the start of the school year with a kind of a welcoming or back-to-school event. But as we get into the school year, um, into the month of September, we're going to look at some additional targeted support. So we might have some uh, tutoring that's going on for, for students. Mm-hmm. Um, we might be providing a little more individualized materials to meet the needs of our each student based on their needs. Um, we, we know that we're going to be doing some screening, some di- or excuse me, some diagnostic assessments. So in the first couple weeks of school, we'll be able to evaluate where the students are. Uh, so you'll see a lot more academic focus, a lot more focus on rigor, the curriculum, um, opportunities again as we move through distance learning to a hybrid model to get some uh, community-based supports, some mental health providers, um, uh, making sure that we have resources and a full-service community school communication to uh, Bethune or to, um, you know, other other schools that are targeted around full-service community school models. So, uh, Superintendent, why did you choose uh, distance learning as the model to begin with? Well, for Minneapolis Public Schools, we know that, you know, we are part of Hennepin County. That's a very large county. Uh, we also know that we had a very targeted um, set of cases in, in Minneapolis. And when we started looking at uh, the Minneapolis data, we, we recognized that if you broke it down by race, you know, a lot of our black and Latino families, um, there were more than 50 cases per 10,000 residents in Hennepin County. And we're a district that, you know, is largely made up of close to 70% students and families of color. So that was a huge factor, you know, the health, safety, well-being of our students um, and staff. And then we also looked at the feedback that we had from families. You know, 40% of our, our families and our staff were not, um, were, were comfortable in coming back in person. That left a large percentage who were not. And we knew we needed to be able to operationalize whatever model we landed on 
And at the start of the school year, we felt distance learning was the, the best approach to that, certainly with the safety and well-being of our, our students and staff in mind. So tell us, uh, Superintendent, uh, about advanced learners and what you're doing with that. And also the grading system is pretty interesting, especially for high school students. Can you kind of go into that a little bit in detail? Yeah, so for um, our advanced learners, we, we recognize there are you know, a number of kids who uh, connect uh, differently in, in their learning uh, styles, You know, whether that be in person or online. And so we've become much more cognizant about how we support our advanced learners. So um, being very intentional about the curriculum that they're getting, making sure that we also have those established mental health supports for them, uh, making sure that we know specifically, you know, what their needs are and having our, um, our differentiation specialists support them, um, our advanced learning team assisting them um, more specifically around their, their needs. As far as grading is concerned, we also know from last year that it was difficult for our students to be in school and um, not have some of that internal motivation, um, you know, for, for being around their peers. And so many were looking to the grades to kind of keep them motivated. And we went with a, uh, a pass or credit, no credit option for our high school students, which I think... Um, you know, it was, it was obviously the right thing to do, but it was really difficult for some of our kids. So we had a committee come together this spring and summer, evaluate things, and we made the determination we were going to have A through D as grades, and then uh, rather than an F, we would have students who would receive no credit, um, but that no credit would then allow them to go through a credit recovery program. So it was much more um, familiar for kids um, you know, it, when, with in-person learning, with the grading system that we have adopted for this fall and this school year. And so knowing that we really have to move through our continuum um, at any point during the year, we felt that was the best approach because we couldn't change, change our grades, um, you know, over the course of one quarter to the next. So those are a couple of the reasons why we adjusted our grading to where we did this year. It's interesting. We were speaking with uh, Michelle Cox, I believe her last name is, super, uh, an associate superintendent for the district. And she mentioned the community partners, uh, community centers, churches, and so forth for the uh, students when you're ready to bring students back. How is that progressing? And what does that cadre of uh, facilities look like? Well, again, everyone's wanting to uh, work together through this pandemic and, you know, try and assess what their um you know, what their needs are as a community partner, as well as what their uh, possible support will look like. So we've got, we have, you know, hundreds of partners in Minneapolis public schools. And right now we're just trying to align um, what their resources are with our resources. You know, we have a lot who've done things uh, supporting distribution of uh, materials, supplies, donations. Um, we have some organizations that assist with tutoring. Um, so trying to look at what space is available so that families, if, if, needed they might be able to utilize some of those spaces um so working with the park board to to see what's available um you know as they start up the school year and recognize that they're going to have to conduct business differently as well interesting and as we wind up in your years of being an educator and administrator superintendents of schools of working in alaska and so forth how does the planning for what you're doing right now uh, and also the comprehensive plan now the coronavirus plan how does this compare with the work that you've done in your career? 
It's it's definitely unlike anything I've experienced. You know, coming from Alaska, we had a lot of preparation that needed to take place with uh, natural disasters. You know, um, kind of the inclement weather, and of course, you know, academics. You're always planning for improvement there. But um, I just tell you, it's it's been a lot, a very very uh, different, not only for me but for our whole staff. And we have a, a remarkably dedicated group of, of teachers, of educators, of support staff at the district office. Um, as well as community members who've been, you know, again, trying to rally and ensure that we're doing what's best for our students in the Minneapolis community. So uh, unprecedented times, you know, overused term, but it's definitely unprecedented. And I'm just grateful to have so many people who are willing to come together to try and do what's right, both in the short term and long term. Mr. Superintendent, uh, do you have a word for families and your partners and also the students as we uh, get closer and closer to the start of the school year? Yeah, we're excited to have you back. You know, we wish it could be in person. Um, it's not our traditional start to the school year, but we're excited to have you back, and we're going to make this the best experience possible for you. And to our families, you know, we owe it to you to uh, improve on our communication and our support for you um, with your, your children. You shouldn't have to be, um, you know, the teacher. We, we will make sure that we get you good information and support you as you, you navigate this distance learning. So look forward to more information coming out each week. Um, to help provide clarification on what you can expect for the month of August as well as the month of September. And we'll see everyone on September 8th. And to our, our little guys, our <laughs> kindergartners and our preschoolers, we'll see you on uh, September 10th. Oh, so All cute. right. <laughs> That's Superintendent Ed Graf. Can't thank you enough for being with us in Superintendent's Corner and sharing some important details on the heels of an important board meeting last night at the Davis Center. Thanks for being with us this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. 21 minutes past the hour. Big news uh, being shared this morning from Superintendent Ed Graff. The Minneapolis plan for education going into the 2021 school year.